24 hours a day. Radio Contact. week's Devil the Detail podcast. I'm Rob Parks and we're here talking all things Salford Red Devil joining the show this week as ever we are Paul White. Is that right Paul? Hey Rob, you okay mate? Uh, enjoy your new year? Yeah, I was just about to say Happy New Year then, but have we done a podcast since? Uh, That's our first one. Yeah, first one in 2018. Happy New Year then mate. Yeah, I'm good, I'm good mate. Thank you. Uh, really good, really looking forward to uh, Sunday playing Swinton. You know, season's almost here now. I'm very excited for it. Yeah, before we talk about what's on the show uh, this week, Paul, uh, we had a you know a very large following and a very large listener uh, content last year. Great, lots of people tuned in, the most we've ever had uh, since our time uh, running the Devil in Detail podcast. It's great that you know people are tuning in every week to to listen to us talk all things Salford. Yeah, it certainly is. We've got a lot of um, loyal followers, haven't we, Rob? And loyal listeners who, who tune in every week, take time out of their busy lives and that to listen to the podcast and, and they contribute as well, don't they, with the free word match reports and all help and encouragement they give us as well. So uh, let's just hope we can make 2018 even bigger. Yeah, so what have we got on the show this week, Paul? Yeah, we've got the news, we've got interviews, an exclusive interview with Ian Watson uh, from today. We've also got an interview with new signing Jack Little John. And they're looking both looking forward to the, the Swinton game on, on Sunday. And we've also got uh, a preview of that game as well. Cool. So what we'll do, we'll start with all the news coming out of Soul for Red Devils uh, this week. So, after weeks of wrangling, Paul, the Soul Devils have been taken over by a supporters-run consortium. Uh, Paul, great news for everybody. Yeah, it certainly is. It certainly is. We've had to wait a while for it, but I'm glad it's been announced now it's in the open, especially before the start of the season. And um, I think it's, it's going to be good for the club, Rob. I think we need to get back to to the community of Salford and get everybody pulling together and these guys seem like the people who are going to drive us forward into the future and um, make our club grow so uh, I'm excited I think it's going to be an exciting time Yeah it's Andy Roslaw, Azif Latif Anna Fendel and Dawn Fiddler all involved in this Paul it's great all sort of knowledgeable fans and also have a commercial uh, sort of idea of how to sort of run a business which is which is great news for everyone Yeah they've all to walk connection with, uh, with Salford Rugby League Club haven't they they're, they're all either supporters aren't they or, well, they're all supporters they've all got um, a connection to the club and they've followed the club and been to the games and that's, they've got the club at heart and I think that, that's the main thing uh, listening to Andy Rosler speak um, in the press this week he seems to uh, he seems switched on to the supporters and I think uh, as an owner of a club if you want to get anywhere I think you have to have, have, the, have, the, have the supporters at, at heart really don't you what the supporters want and you have to work with them and that's something that didn't happen under the, the previous regime I think you know, most people will admit that so I think it's something else that, you know it's going to be an exciting future I think uh, definitely at least people that want to push the club in the right direction but I think they're very ambitious as well but the, the, board, the board of trustees are very ambitious about the way they want to take it the club and I think if everyone buys into it and gets behind them I think that's the important thing now we're obviously going to get people questioning things but I think what people have got to do what supporters have got to do is just get behind the club now 
and, and support the club. Don't keep asking questions about stuff about the old regime that's gone. Forget about that now. Let's get behind this new board and you know push our club forward. Yeah, I think it's all it's all about us fans investing in the idea and you know supporting it because obviously like when Mao and Kukash came in nobody actually kind of asked questions about how we was going to fund this and fund that they just got on with the fact that Mao and Kukash was in control of the club and I feel this is the similar kind of thing we just need to be able to support you know the people in charge and you know they're just you know fans like us you know we want the best for the club and it's, it's great that you know we're all going forward in the right direction yeah, certainly, certainly. I don't think supporters, as well, sometimes we can get a bit obsessed, can't we, what's going on off the pitch, and we lose, we lose track of what's going on on the pitch, so we'll, we'll let people at the top deal with that, and I think, you know, we'll just get behind it, and the boys every week, you know, supporting the lads, and obviously you've got to keep an eye on, on things like that as well, but I think the main focus now is everybody get behind the team, get to these friendly games, you know, we've got Swinton coming up on Sunday, we've got Warrington next Saturday, and a massive game against Wigan then, you know, to open the season up at home at the AJ Bell Stadium, and how, and how great would it be to really hit the ground running that night, and turn, turn Wigan over and take two points from that first game, so I think that's what we've got to be hoping for now, you know, the lads preparing now for this pre-season, or speaking to Wattle today, the lads are well up for this, I think you're going to really sort of uh, come, out, come out flying that Wigan match. Yeah, talking about the game on Swin- uh, against Swinton on Sunday, Paul, <laughs> Uh, it's the 2018 season ticket launch as well. Uh, both uh, full squads for Salford Devils and for Swinton Lions. Interviews with Ian Watson and Stuart Littler. Um, and also Keith Phelan in attendance as well. So that's going to be you know great event to get yourself down to if you can. Yeah, it certainly is. Yeah, it'd be nice to see Keith Fielding there. And also nice to see Stuart Littler coming back to, back to Salford. I mean, we remember Stuart Littler was a fantastic player for us. Fantastic star, Walt of Salford played. Plays a huge amount of games for Salford, and uh, you know he's one that's uh, a player that's very fondly remembered, and doing a good job at Swinton as well. We spoke to Andy Maisy in the week that we Salford Radio, and you know he's he's very fond of Stuart, the, the work he's doing there at, um, at Swinton. It's nice to see a guy like Stuart involved at a club and given the chance to uh, to you know certainly early stripes in in, um, in rugby league coaching, at, you know at a club like Swinton. You know, a good proud club like that so I'm really looking forward to the game and it's great to see the players on both sides Swindon made some signings as well haven't they they've had a really busy um, off season so it's going to be a really exciting day yeah you've got um, Salford legend Keith Fielding uh, Salford CEO Ian Blees and like you say Ian Andy Maisie also there for interviews he also the under 16s uh, will play Barrow <laughs> as well uh, on the same day as well as the, the friendly against Wigan so lots of rugby league and lots of uh, great Salford chat to uh, look forward to yeah, certainly. It'd be nice to see the, the, the young lads in action as well uh, for their first game of the season. That's going to be good. I'm really looking forward to going down and seeing that. And yeah, Ian Blees as well. Andy Maisie, like we said before, we met Andy on, on Tuesday night. I'd never spoke to Andy before, but he, he came across brilliantly, I thought. And just listening to him and, and we spoke about Swinton, I think it's heartwarming that we've got a guy like that running Swinton and we've got the guys coming in running Salford as well, people who really, really care passionately and uh, I think with people like that in charge of rugby league clubs, I think the sport and the clubs, our local clubs, can go a long way. Yeah, the match tickets, uh, regular match ticket is a £10 for adults, uh, £5 for concession. Um, if you're a season ticket holder, it's. Um, no, sorry. Yeah, £10 for adults if you're just a regular match ticket. Season ticket launch, if you want that emboldened ticket as well, is £13 for adults and £8 concessions. And if you're not a season ticket holder, it's 15 adults and £10 concessions. Uh, so, yeah, you know, it's a good price as well for a friendly, it's not too expensive. No, not at all. And um, it's funny how uh, we call it call it a friendly game. I don't think they are friendly games. I think pre-season game is, the, is what I think. I think there's no friendlies in rugby league. I was uh, I was checking out on, on Twitter last night. I know Rochdale Hornets playing Oldham in, 
kind of pre-season game last night. And, um, that, that sounded like a ding-dong game as well, which all the one I think 30-28. So, so yeah, I don't think there's any sort of friendliness in it. But no, it's a good rivalry. It's a good sort of um, what's the word? No, I wouldn't say friendly rivalry is probably the wrong word, but it's a respectful rivalry isn't it, between Swindon and Salford. And it's uh, you know Swindon like ourselves have gone through um, difficult testing times, haven't they, the last few seasons? And uh, I think on Sunday it's it's about celebrating the, our, the two teams, isn't it, and the, the, the history between the two clubs and. You know the greats that have played for, for both sides as well, and uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Bob, I'm very excited. We don't play Swindon often enough, really, do we? For, for, for my liking, so it uh, should be a great day. Yeah. Other bits of news as well. Uh, the social quiz at the Dog and Partridge on the 22nd of January, R7 uh, start. I think it's a general knowledge quiz, Paul. Uh, that'll be good if you can get down there. Yeah, certainly my general knowledge isn't that good, <laughs> to be honest with you. It's not too, well, rugby league, I'm all right, and music, that's about it, really. But, uh, but yeah, that, that's great, the, that, that optical project. And, you know, the foundation of working that, I think John Blackburn is the quiz master, I believe, and that's at the Dog and Parches. I'm going to try and get down there myself, because uh, that's a good event, and if we can support these events. And I think it's great that things are happening now, aren't they? The supporters trust us as well, and getting involved, doing doing lots of events. And it's exciting, it's... We've not really had this for a long time, have we? It's all of this, this togetherness and you know, people getting involved. And uh, I think it's brilliant. It's going to help grow the club and bring us all together and, and, and bring a buzz, a buzz to the club. And uh, you know, it is, like I said, it's, it's good, really good, exciting times. Yeah, we talk about community, Paul, and you know things like that will add to it. You know what I mean? We want to be able to, you know, reach out to people in in the Salford, you know, the area of Salford, and you know that kind of thing. You might entice them in, maybe. Yeah, certainly, and I think it, it helps to build bridges as well, Robert. I think a lot of bridges have been damaged over the last few years, and people, people will probably agree with me on that. I, I'm thinking of being harsh saying that. I think people have been put off, and you, sometimes you've got to hold your hand out to them, haven't you? That they, you know, we want you to come back, and, and since we moved, I think a lot of it changed when we moved from the Willowbills, didn't we? People, for whatever reason, stopped coming and things like that, and so yeah, we've got we've got to get those supporters back, and I think things like this. This helps, don't it, to build the bridges and, and get people on side. And it, it could help grow the support base as well throughout the city. We've said it numerous times on the podcast, haven't we, on the radio and other things that we do, about the size of the city and the amount of people that are in the city and the amount of people that are not aware of us. So if we can make them aware and get these people involved and make them feel like they belong at our club, I think that's only going to help us uh, grow. Yeah, uh, also news today, the club have released a newsletter, uh, the first one of 2018, reaching out to people, obviously, you know, with the emails trying to sort of let people know what's happening in the club and it's, it's great we asked for that didn't we last season we wanted to pe- you know to reach out to people who might not be going every week uh, to come and watch us play and you know, I think it's great they've managed to get this uh, newsletter out big test for me is can it keep coming will we have one you know, next month or next week they've got to keep coming for me Paul but it's a great start yeah it certainly is a great start yeah I don't think it's going to be an issue I mean it can't be that hard to put I'm not that you know, saying it is, it's easy, but you can't be hard to put an email together, can it? And you know, you've got to communicate with people in this modern, modern day now, in this modern day and age of, uh, of technology and, and internet and Facebook and Twitter and this that, and the other. You've got to be on the ball, haven't you, with your emails? And if you look at other clubs in the Super League, they'll be firing emails out, won't they? Have mailing lists and things like that, data. I think that's what it's all about. And I mean, I remember hearing somebody say about data collection, I think it was last year or uh, six months ago or something. I thought, what do you mean by data collection? And, um, you know, it's getting the names and addresses of the people and email addresses and just finding out where, where you, you flock, if you like, of supporters are. And, and I think that's what you've got to do. You've got to, you've got to keep a, 
one step ahead, haven't you? Know, of, the, of, the, of the game now, there's that much going on in the Greater Manchester area. You've got to keep people up to date and let them know when you're playing and, and let them know what's going on. Yeah, I think it's a balance, me, Paul. Social media, obviously, you're talking to the people who like you and follow you, and that's where your sort of circle of, of sort of trust is. But obviously, you need to reach out, don't you, to people outside that circle and you know try and entice them in. And for me, the club are doing that. They've got the social media, the Twitter, and the Facebook firing all cylinders at the moment. Um, and obviously this uh, newsletter might entice a few more in yeah certainly because we've said it loads of times about the, the potential that we've got uh, for supporters businesses and people to get involved and I think that's what this new board is going to be all about now I think the, the business people out there on the board and the, the successful people as well who, who've done well so I think they're, they're going to you know make make these games you know next to these home games events out there they want people to come down to them and things be different every week and things be exciting. So, yeah, we've got to engage with people and, you know, get on the social media, get on the email and letting people know what's exactly what's happening and the entertainment that's going on as well. Yeah, I think it's, it's great. Yeah, there's uh, just looking at the, uh, the other news, hospitality <coughs> packages are available, uh, you know, for games uh, in the 2018 season. That's a big uh, thing, I think, now for the way the, the club seems to be set up. You know, we're able to, you know, help fund it to make it grow. Yeah, certainly, and that hospitality and, and what have you is, is, is quite a big income stream, I think, to, to, to all clubs, really, especially in the Super League. You know, businesses, you know, renting out boxes and, and having meals and that before the game. Those businesses bring in sponsorship as well, don't they? Sponsor players, sponsor the match ball and, and things like that. And, and those businesses are going to make other people aware, aren't they, of the game? So, uh, so yeah, I think that, that's massive. That, that's a real key, that. And, uh, I think Friday, playing Friday nights as well, I think that helps a lot of businesses as well out, doesn't it, playing them Friday nights. You seem to, from, from what I've heard before, you, you earn more money from your, your corporate hospitality on those nights. So, uh, so yeah, we've got to keep on top of that. Yeah, hospitality, merchandise, lottery, all funding, going into the club and helping it grow. Because that's, that's what it's all about, us fans doing our bit to make the club reach as high as it can go. Yeah, certainly, certainly, and merchandise is, is a key one, yeah, it's, that's really a real key thing that, I mean, hopefully there'll be some developments on that side, you know, with, uh, with retail outlets and all that, I don't know whether uh, the club are looking at things like that, but I'm, I'm sure they are with this, this new board, now we've got two good shirts, as we mentioned before, the home shirt and the, the away shirt, which people have really took to, haven't they, so uh, hopefully people will be, be buying those as well, and I think the club have brought out some, some other merch, and they brought out some... Um, Training wear, haven't they? And things like yeah. that. I believe there's some. Is the beanies out? Or have I dreamt that? There's, uh-huh. new, there's new hats out and beanies, isn't there? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Is sure it, you're telling me. Day, <laughs> it, uh, I, you know, I, you know, I like a beanie, Rob. I've mm. got a hat on because my daft uh, haircut. I'm always trying to cover it up. So, uh, <laughs> especially in this cold weather as well. So, I'm, I'm due a new beanie, I think. So, if my missus is listening. In the treatment <laughs> <laughs> so the, there's a shout out for anyone who wants to get Paul the beanie <laughs> but yeah you know I think it's great you know the away shirt the home shirt the merchandise looks really good put this year Paul and, you know but I'm yeah. thinking you know if fans get out there purchase it and wear it with pride walk around the city here, you know let people know that there's a club to support and hopefully it'll like you say grow and grow yeah yeah I think so Rob definitely definitely I think there's potential for things to be massive at, at Salford and we, we've said it last season we've said it the season before and uh, hopefully we're going to seize that potential now and uh, you know things are looking good I think Steed have got involved with the kits and, and made the kits look really good I think I'm very very impressed with, with the shirts and speaking to other fans of other clubs uh, they've been impressed with the Salford shirts as well so um, so yeah that, that's great and the, the more the more merchandise we can get the better and, you know things for kids you know hats, scarves, flags pencil cases you name it pens 
let's let's get it all out there. Let's get people loving this club and following our great club. Yeah, tickets are also available for the Wigan game and the Warrington friendly as well. So, like I say, get yourselves down there and, and support the lads in, in pre-season. Uh, next bit of new supporters trust meeting on Monday, Paul. Yeah, says must be a member of the supporters trust to attend the AGM, Paul. Um, it's great. Obviously, uh, you know, worth going down if you remember. Yeah, it should be a good night on, on Monday, Robert. The, the AGM, Andy Rothfuss going to be there speaking uh, to, the, to the supporters. And I know John Blackburn is going to be down there as well. So it should be an informative night. You're going to get information. I'm pretty sure you're going to get a chance to ask questions if you need to do as well. So that's what it's all about. You know, the supporters, the supporters having a voice. You've been able to put your opinions across and, and be listened to. So it should be, should be a good night. Yeah, it's at Shanders as well. So quite local to everyone. So hopefully a lot of people can get down there and, uh, you know, it's uh, get down there and... Uh, do what great things happen in the Supporters Trust. So, that's all the news coming out of Soul for Red Devils at the moment. And next up, uh, Paul, you spoke to our new signing, uh, Jack Littlejohn, about uh, joining Soul for Red Devils and uh, looking forward to the game on Sunday. Right, I've just been quickly joined by Jack Littlejohn, new Salford signing. How are you settling in? Yeah, going good. Uh, got a place in the city now, moved in with me and my missus, and going good at the moment. Is it a bit cold from where you've come from? Oh, it's freezing. I mean, in Australia, it's, a, it's got a uh, heat wave going on there now. I think getting used to it, though. Getting used to it, though, Yeah, no, I'm getting, getting used to it uh, in the morning. <laughs> in the mornings, it's a bit cold, but once you get out there running around, you warm up pretty how are you, how are you finding it with a new bunch of lads? Have you, you settled in with them? I know you just get heckled a bit there by a couple of the old stages coming through. <laughs> yeah, no, I... Uh, I knew Luke Burgess before I got here, so we played a year at Manly, so he's uh, helped me out a lot, settled me in a fair bit, and I, I knew Lama as well um, from our Roosters days when we were a bit younger, so it was good to know a couple of people when I come over, and um, yeah, settled in well now. Though. What's your specialised position? You halfback, sort of hooker, that sort of role? Uh, definitely not a specialised hooker. Hey, you, know, you can play there, though. I played a fair bit in NRL last year in, at hooker, but um, I'm a specialist half, yeah, half five eight. Just talking to your coach Ian Watson there, he said you've got a really good kicking game that you know could be vital for us next season. Is that like something you, you, you're you used to? Do you, you put a place kicker, goal kicker? Um, I did a little bit of goal kicking um, when I was playing the under-20s back home. Um, did a little bit in reserve grade two a couple of years ago. So I can goal kick, but more just my general kicking game. I mean, I worked a lot with uh, Andrew Johns and stuff when I was... In the in the manly system for two years, we did a lot of I did a lot of kicking with him, and he's helped me out a lot. So yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing the action on Sunday. Winter Lions first pre-season friendly game. You must be itching now to get out there and show the Salford public what you're all about. Yeah, can't wait. I'm really looking forward to it. Good luck. And best Cheers. luck for the season, mate. Thanks a lot. Cheers. So that was new signing Jack Little John's hockey to you, Paul. Seems to have settled in really well at Salford. Yeah, he did. It was good to chat to, actually. He's a really energetic lad. He's, he's quite a tall lad, to be honest with you, you know, for a half-back. I was quite surprised at uh, how, how tall he was, but, yeah, really friendly guy, and I think he settled settled straight in, really. He was telling me how cold it was. <laughs> he was a bit shocked by the cold. But, but yeah, one, one thing I did notice, and you might notice in the interview, um, they were, the lads were, were ripping him, really. He was having good, really good banter with him. They were winding him up, trying to put him off, trying to put me off as well, I think. But that's one thing I noticed. You know, recently and the last season as well, the bond that the lads have got, you know, the squad of Watto, it's a tremendous bond. And, and the new signings look like they've, they've fitted straight in. They're all having a crack together, and there's, there's, a, there's a great vibe there at the club and a buzz about the club. And, and that's what you want, don't you? Yeah, we're supposed to have quite a good kicking game as well, so that's something to look forward to. Obviously, kicking is a very important part of a attacking uh, weapon, isn't it? 
Yeah, well, speaking to, to Ian Watson, I'm not sure whether he said it in his interview, it might have been off the, off the record, um, he said to me that how he's, he's, he's kicking game is really good and it's as, it's as good as Michael Dobson's, he reckons, from what he's seen him in training. Um, I don't like to give too much away what Ian Watson says to me um, sometimes because I don't know whether other coaches are listening you know, and, uh, and stealing that, our information. But, but no, um, Ian's very impressed with him, very impressed with, with the work he's done and he can play a half-back and he, he can fill in a hooker as well, I think. I don't think he, he prefers uh, half-back to hooker from, from what he said to me. But, but yeah, he's a, he's a goal kicker as well. So you need people like that in your squad, don't you? Because it's obviously through a season you're going to get injuries and there'll be, there'll be games where you'll need an extra kicker and extra goal kicker and things like that. And if you've got players with adaptability who can play in different positions as well, that, that really helps and it's really good cover. But from what, I've, from what he said to me as well, he's played... In, in, in some, some good environments in Australia you know he's been coached by Andrew Johns at Manly so he's learned from some of the best and he's got a good pedigree so I'm really really excited to see Jack Little John play and I'm quite sure he'll, he'll get his uh, chance to shine on Sunday against Swindon yeah you've got uh, lots of you know, signings coming in Paul and it's uh, great you all seem to be like you say gelling into the squad and you know very good season last season I know we've lost Ben Murn at Masala but you know we've got a nucleus of a, a team and a squad there that could go back to the top four and, and dominate this season as well yeah, I've been impressed with this with the signings. There's um, there's some young lads in there as well who've got uh, got a lot to prove and who've not got bags of experience. But from from what we, we've seen and, and what Ian Watson said, you know they're all buying into it. And I think what you got to remember is, and, and I was surprised today, you know, seeing the lads at the ground. You forget who we've already got at the club. You, you, you forget Josh Jones is there. You forget Tyrone McCarthy's there. Lamatas there. Lee Mossop's there. George Griffin, there's already some, some good players, I'm talking about forwards here, there's already some good forwards there, and, you know, we've we brought guys in as well, haven't we, to, to strengthen the, the pack, you know, where Ben Nakawaba, I think I've got his name right there, uh, Levy and Zungu as well, and, and, uh, and Luke Burgess, let's not forget, Luke Burgess is, is covered as well, so we've strengthened strengthened the pack, and, you know, the, the backs have been strengthened as well, and Little John's coming at half-back, so there's some exciting players there that have come into the side, and we do seem to have got, got a good squad there, I think, and, and that's what it's all about you, you need to have that squad when people get injured you need to have people that can come in and, and fill in because it's a long long hard season so uh, so yeah I'm, re- I'm really excited now Robert after going down to the stadium and seeing the lads today it's, uh, it's kind of reassured me a bit <laughs> yeah and you obviously spoke to Ian Watson the man in charge of putting all that together uh, today and this is what they have to say about the Swinton game and uh, so what to look forward to in 2018 <laughs> Right, I've just been joined by Ian Watson, our first interview of the new season. Happy New Year, mate. Happy New Year, mate. And uh, you've big game Sunday, first hit out against Swinton. How's the preparations been going for uh, yeah, this game? Yeah, r- really good. Um, what's it? It's exciting just to get out on the field in the game now, to be fair, obviously, because the pre-season's gone as kind of we planned and we've got stuff in place what we wanted to improve on and we wanted to work on going forward throughout the season really and put things in place so we've obviously a few new um, faces within the team as well you've got to work on that consistency with them as well so we've been getting plenty of repetition in our game stuff How's the new guys settled in? Because there's not been like wholesale changes but there's been a few new faces coming and they settled in and bought into the ethos that you're building? Yeah, the, the group's great to be fair uh, I'd say as kind of characters and personality probably one of the best groups that's been here so far um, everyone's kind of on board and all working together we had a real good session the other day talking about what we're about as a group and what we want to be kind of seen as as well and um, all the boys are kind of talking on the same lines of what we've tried to breed over the last couple of years which is good because when they've only just been in the, the system for say 
for a few months, but they're seeing what we're all about as a group, and which is about hard work and really. How's the pre-season been? Has it been like gruelling and, and really tough on the players? Or yeah, yeah before Christmas. Yeah, before Christmas, re really tough to be fair. So we, the last day before Christmas, you could see it was um, it had been that kind of pre-season and people were starting to get a little bit testy just going so the break came at a perfect time for us and then after we've come back again we've kind of focused our detail a little bit more and still had an eye on making sure we're conditioned and ready for games but making sure that we're at game intensity more than anything as well so hopefully the hit out on Sunday will just step us up really in that kind of in, in the physical side of things anyway all the other side of stuff that we've had a little look at with the tactical side of things and the technical we'll be able to fix up on them on the back of Sunday as well How do you approach Sunday's game you know against lower league Opposition. Will it give you a chance to sort of give everybody a run out on, on Sunday or would we pick your best team or will everybody get a chance on yeah, Sunday? Yeah, to we'll try? go with um, a good strong start um, to see kind of wh where we're at in terms of kind of our game play and things like that as well and our combinations a little bit as well. So we'll, we'll look at going with a real strong start, trying to build on some of the things that we've been practicing in the season as well. But th this first game is more about getting kind of the physical side into it, the contact side of it as well and the little bit of fitness and we know playing a team from a lower division is they'll always come ready to challenge and, and prepare to play whereas sometimes you'll play a Super League team at this time of year and they're just not at that intensity yet so whereas a championship club will come and they'll be firing straight away. Is this game against Swinton and the Warrington game it's going to give you what, like a chance to get your combinations ready really because I suppose losing such pivotal players in Michael Dobson and, and, and Todd Carney you've got decisions to make now who's going to be a halfback who's yeah. going to be a fullback are these games going to make give you that decision yeah of course they will everything comes down to games it's what you do in games training's gone great and combinations have looked great when we've had um, Gaz O'Brien um, Rob Louie in the arms it's looked great when we've had Gaz O'Brien and Jack Littlejohn it's looked good when we've had uh, Rob Louie and Gaz O'Brien um, Jack Littlejohn in the arms it's looked good as well but you only know once you're under that pressure of playing in games so these will be perfect preparation for us I really. think sometimes people see squad numbers don't they and they automatically think oh such a body's playing there but that's not the case really is it yeah. you, you'll go off how people go on in performance won't you yeah, of course, we'll, it'll be in what you give out there on um, a Sunday when you're playing in the games. That's ultimately what a rugby player wants to be kind of measured at, is what his performances are like and how his performance is good enough to be in the team and is everything that he's doing of value to the team more than anything as well. And like I say, and we speak about it all the time about a team-first mentality, is all the boys know that if you perform and you're doing your job, then you'll hold your place within that group as well. And that's what you've got to be judged on, is what you should want to be judged on as well. You don't want to be in the team just because you're a big name and... Uh, somebody's not got the name you've got but yet they're performing and you're not at that level as well so it's making sure that you you, you earn the shirt more than anything and you've got some real young blood coming into the team as well yep. uh, Ben I can't pronounce his second name yet and thank you and uh, Levy and Zungu am yeah. I right in saying I'll leave that one with you that was that that bad that one <laughs> yeah, that was all right, I'm that not going to argue with them anyway no, how, how have they been showing up because they're, yeah. they're obviously quite raw aren't they but yeah. they're big lads aren't they and do you see a lot of potential with them they're physically ready physically ready to play the things that um, Levy probably just lacks a little bit more is that game education at this Super League level so at the Championship you could see he was flying off the line he was banging people as well his carries were very strong they were struggling to put him down at Super League you're coming up against bigger guys now and all of a sudden when you were going off your line and you were putting your shots on there you didn't have to be worried about footwork as much as at Super League the middles have got some footwork as well so that's up to us to pick him up to speed there and get him there but he's a bit of a project with that leather um, Ben's, Ben's ready to play Ben's um, a player who I saw playing um, in the NRL 
Um, he made his debut last year as well. Um, and then obviously with Fiji, he's well aware of his potential. He's still only young as well, though, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, he's only just turned 21, so his, um, his potential is massive, to be fair. And obviously people saw him in the World Cup as well. Um, his background was kind of from Melbourne as well, which is... Um, a good insight to how hard he works because you've got to have a real good work ethic to be in um, the Melbourne Storm system as well and um, that will fit in with what our ethos is here at the club Towards the back of the last season when a few injuries the likes of uh, Mark Flanagan and Lee Mossop how are those guys doing on and their rehab are they going to be good to yeah, go? Yeah all good um, Moose will probably start for us on um, weekend um, Flash he'll get a run out as well at some point as well um, but as far as the rehabs and the way the medical team have looked after him to be fair they've got him in really good shape Moose is lifting more than he's ever lifted for a, a fair few years now as well so and on, along with Flash as well he's been doing obviously them extra weights to obviously give him that kind of padding around his shoulders as well so yeah no they're all up and running in training at the moment Any big aims for this season? It's going to be really kick on from last season last season was a good success wasn't it really yeah. and is that that your main aim to, to go one better this season? Yeah yeah we, we, want to, we want to improve on that we want to kind of get that consistency so we show everybody that we're a top 8 team all the time so like if you think about Castleford a few years ago and kind of what Wakefield did the year before when they got in the eights and then they improved on that again that's kind of our step up now is to improve on what we did last year and show everybody that we're a top 8 team um, so there's a few things obviously you've seen around where people kind of knock you down and just say you'll finish last again Gary Schofield I think again yeah. I think well, I think it was the same last season that, that probably takes a bit of pressure off yourself doesn't it really yeah to be fair like you say you see them but I don't really the pundits get paid to make predictions yeah. don't they? it's their job that's, I suppose that's their opinions yeah. and to be fair I'm happy if they want to put us down there are you the sort of coach who will sort of cut that out of the newspaper and pin it on the wall in the dressing room or does it not bother you no I, I don't really look in that your motivation as a, comes as from a yourself, player and a team comes from yourself and what you want to achieve they're your dreams not anybody else is so nobody dictates what we want to do as a group and we need to make sure that we're in control of our own destiny really. Like you said before on numerous occasions last season I think they're quite a hungry group anyway aren't yeah. they this bunch of players and I think they've got something to prove anyway haven't they? Yeah they're competitive that's the big thing with, with our group is we kind of breed that competition as well so these are competitive guys so they want to win so when we're going out like we're playing Swinton this weekend we just said oh it's an exercise run it's not it's turning into a full on competition for these guys and that's what we want to breed we want them animals who are going to compete regardless regardless of what's happening, regardless of what the score is, regardless of where you're playing, we need to make sure that we've got them kind of animals within our team. And it's important for you to beat Swinton as well, because it's local bragging rights <laughs> yeah. as well, you don't want to lose yeah. to, to Swinton, do you? But yeah. uh, should be a good game, Stuart Littler as well, returning yep. to Salford, you've got two blokes there who both played yourself, played for yeah. both clubs, should be an entertaining game. No, it should be a great game to be fair, which one really looking forward to, isn't it? there's not been a swinton Salford dad. I suppose it's the occasion as well, now, isn't it? Yeah. Everybody's it like, is. it's a mouthwatering occasion for both clubs, yeah. and uh, one we're looking forward to. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid and the Swinton and Salford derbies were kind of every year or they'd be at Christmas time and they'd play each other as well and kind of the spectators the local community kind of wanted to come out and watch that kind of game as well and like I say it's a little bit of bragging rights as well obviously Swinton are in the championship this year and it's a tough division as well so they'll want to get off to a good start and they'll come here definitely to try and I think they're going to come fired up well thanks very much for speaking to me today and best of luck on Sunday and best of luck with the pre-season preparations Brilliant. cheers Paul thanks mate yeah nice So that was Ian Watson uh, talking about the uh, 2018 season and the game against Swinton on Sunday, Paul. It's going to be a good game, uh, hopefully a test uh, for our new players for 2018. 
Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like what I said, it's about stepping up now every week. You've got Swindon this week, that's no disrespect for them, but you'd, you'd say Warrington are a better side than Swindon the week after when we go to Warrington, so you, you're stepping it up again, and then obviously you've got the, the Wigan game to kick off the league, so it's all about um, preparation now and getting that match fitness. You can be the fittest player under the sun, can't you, and, and do all the, all the pre season you want, but match fitness is a, is a totally different fitness to just, just being fit. Um, everyday sort of fitness so that's what that's what they, they need now the match fitness you only get that by playing games or your game time on the pitch so uh, so Sunday's going to be a hit out and like like with all pre-season friendlies like we found last year you know we lost Ben Murdoch we still didn't we last season at Rochdale on it's into a bad injury that's one thing you don't want from, from pre-season we just want to get through Sunday obviously we want to win the game but we just want to get through the game good hit out for the lads and come out unscathed with no injuries yeah obviously with the size of the squad Paul uh, making sure we don't pick up knocks like you said is important uh, but it gives opportunities uh, play for combinations to be made on the field and you know that's what you want obviously you want the players to be you know working with each other in game situations uh, to hopefully make a better 2018 yeah well I think that's what Ian Watson was alluding to in his interview he, he's got that opportunity now and I, I made the point to, to ask him about squad numbers because um, I know might be a bit trivial this but when the squad numbers was announced people were saying oh such a body is such a number that means he's going to be playing there and Ian Watson more or less said that today he's not that it's not all about that players will have a squad number but it doesn't make any odds you know I'm, I'm alluding to the nine levels number one Gareth O'Brien number one sort of thing and um, you know players in, the, in these friendly games now can sort of lay a, lay a marker down for, for where they're going to play can't they because obviously we know three doesn't go into two we've got three halfbacks there in, uh, in Rob Lewis Jack Little John and Gareth O'Brien as well can play in the half so those guys have got to nail down the spots haven't they and Ian's going to want to have a look at combinations and what the combinations he can use so so yeah I think on, on Sunday I would have thought there'd be quite a bit of rotating I would think he'd go with a strong squad to start with and then and as the game goes on other other things will be tried and uh, that, that's the time to do it and try things out and uh, come up with a, a formula Yeah, ex-Salford uh, legend Stuart Little coming back uh, with Swinton Lions you know did a great <coughs> servant to us and you know, cutting his teeth at Swinton in the coaching role. Uh, it's good to see uh, Reds hopefully developing there. Yeah, certainly, certainly. Uh, you know, Stuart Little, after he, he's been left uh, from Salford quite a while now. He went to Leeds, and I think he played. Uh, I played about over a hundred games for Lee, I would have thought in the, in the time he was there, and then and obviously he played quite a lot of games at Swinton before he went to the coaching staff there. So I've got a lot of time for Stuart Little. He was a big favourite of mine when he played for Salford, and you know, he was at Salford a long time when he racked up a lot of games and. You know, was a whole-hearted player and the sort of player that every team needs. Don't don't they? You know, someone like him. He's got the aggression. He can wind people up. He's hundred percent commitment. In. And uh, like Andy Mazie said to us on Tuesday, he sort of underestimated Stuart. And I think he's been a surprise how 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 good he is at his, in his coaching role and how he's bringing the Swindon lads on. And I think you know they're going to come switched on. I think on Sunday to to cause an upset against Salford. And uh, you know, we need to be to be on our game to uh, to match it. Yeah, give us a score prediction for the game on Sunday, Paul. Oh, I knew you were going to ask me this one. And I've seen it. I've seen a lot of predictions today from from Swindon supporters and Salford supporters on, on social media and what have you. And it's, I think it's really hard to do a prediction for for a pre-season game. I think, you know, maybe being honest, I think both sides are going to be a bit rusty and uh, you know going to try and things out. So I think Swindon will give us a test as well. So I'm not going to be too harsh on Swindon or Salford. So I'm going to say 24-12 to Salford. 24-12. I'm going to go Salford. 30, Swinton 10. 30 points to 10. Good one out for both sides. 
and no injuries for both sides as well. What we want is both teams to come through unscathed because obviously, you know, we want Salford to do well, but we want Swinton to do well as well. You know, me and you do Salford radio now, don't we? So we can we are Salford supporters, aren't we, Rob? But um, we, uh, uh, we I, well, I do anyway. I sort of uh, keep my eye out for Swinton. I know a lot of Swinton supporters might uh, not keep their eye out for Salford, but. I keep my eye on them when I want them to have a good season in the championship. Yeah, they keep their eyes out, but they usually got blue tinted spectacles <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, like I say, it's great. Obviously, both clubs, you know, got this momentum, Anthony Paul, at the moment going forward. Yeah. And, you know, if we want rugby league to kind of grow in the area, um, you know, we want both, we need both clubs to be successful, don't we? So, you know, ideal opportunity to come together on Sunday and have a festival of rugby league and enjoy the game, you know, get, get behind both teams uh, and hopefully it'll be a cracking day. Certainly, I'd love, I'd love nothing more than obviously Salford and my teammate, and always have been and always will be. And, but I, I'd like Swindon to, to do well, and, I, and I'd, I'd love them to get back into the top flight one day and be challenging and, and playing against us, you know, in cup ties and, and, and derby fixtures and that, because I think they're the sort of games that you need, don't you? When we grew up watching Salford Swindon games, that we, you know, in the old winter season going. Boxing day games like that. some of the best games you've been to, you know, Station Road. What an iconic place to go to! And both clubs have got a, a fantastic history of players that have played for both sides, and there was an awful lot of history there between coaches that have gone between the two teams. And uh, you know, I think it's great, and I think you know, we, this is a fixture I think we need to play annually now and, and bring the, the Peter Smethurst award back as well, like they used to do in the old the old friendly games we used to play against them. Bring that back, and you know, make it a real tradition. And, uh, and I'm sure the fans are going to love that. Yeah, before we go, the end of this podcast, Paul, uh, we've got some sad news regarding some of our ex-players who have recently passed away. Yeah, we certainly have. Yeah, there's been a, there's been a few in the last the last couple of weeks or so. It's been, it's been really sad. You know, Hugh Duffy passed away. You know, Hugh Duffy was a great player for Salford in the fifties. He was he was eighty three. You know, he was uh, one of Salford's best ever loose forwards, and later went on to captain Halifax as well. So you know, we uh, his funeral took place yesterday, actually uh, Tuesday the ninth. So, um, you know, we send our condolences to, to Hugh's family there. He's one of Salford proper stalwarts in the, in the 50s for Salford. Alan McInnes as well uh, passed away. I think that was last week when Alan died. His funeral will take place at 1.30 p.m. That's on Wednesday, the 17th of January at St. Peter Church in Presbyterian. Alan McInnes, another guy, you know, who, who came to Salford uh, from, from Rugby Union in the, the, light, the side of the, the late 60s. He went on to coach uh, Wigan as well with um, Colin Clark Colin Clark sorry yeah I was going to say Peter Clark Colin Clark he coached Wigan uh, with the, the 1985 Challenge Cup final you know they went to, to success then and beat Wigan and that so you know that's another sad loss for, to, for Alan McInnes and finally Tommy Graney as well we might remember Tommy Graney from being this coach at Salford he worked under uh, under Kevin Ashcroft played for Lee he also coached Swinton as well um, so coach went to a few victories over Salford in the early 80s so uh, well, Tommy Graney was 75 as well and I, think, I don't think his funeral's been uh, been sorted out in the date for that yet but really sad news that you know three sort of legends of, of Salford and Swindon the three gentlemen of the sport yeah such a sad time our thoughts and thoughts and prayers are with their families and friends at this time so that's the end of this week's Devil the Detail podcast Paul uh, another great show yeah really enjoyed it Rob it's nice to get back into the swing of things and uh, really excited for, for Sunday now really looking forward to the day and uh, you know, getting behind the lads, seeing the new players as well, seeing the new signings in action. It's, it's been a long time since our last game in, in September last year against uh, against St. Hill's last game, wasn't it? Yeah, it seems ages ago now, that game. So, yeah, really excited for Sunday. And, uh, hopefully we get a big crowd down there. It'll be an excellent day and both sets of fans will really enjoy it. Yeah, so don't forget, don't forget one o'clock kickoff uh, on Sunday, Paul. Don't want anyone turning up at three o'clock, do we? Is it one o'clock? It's definitely one o'clock. Yeah, it? yeah it's I not think 
one o'clock in it. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there early anyway. Yeah, looking forward to it, mate. Yeah, so you can find us on Facebook, Devon Retail SRD. You can find us on Twitter at DITD SRD. And you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Radio Contact. So I've been Rob Parkinson, and I'll see you. Contact.